4: Good evening, fellow Neanderthals. Welcome to the John Whitmer Show. Sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Yeah, you know, We just came on after that live news update. And a little, little briefing from Dr. Anthony Fauci. My gosh, won't this guy ever shut up. Nobody cares what he has to say. Talk about a, a man who has lost all credibility. I mean, dude... Just shut up and go away. Uh, seriously. Uh, if you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. You can email me, john at knssradio.com, on Facebook at the John Whitmer Show and on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Reach out. Love hearing from you. Maybe maybe you could tell me I'm wrong. Tell me that Dr. Fauci isn't a fraud and we should go back to masking. You know, this is such a... ah. Uh, I mean, Joe Biden's about to, you know, end the Title 42 and allow millions more illegal immigrants into the country. But meanwhile, we shouldn't have mass on and kids in school. I mean, it's just so asinine. <sighs> I tell you. Speaking of Title 42, uh, Michael Letts from Invest USA will join us uh, this evening, actually, to discuss how the president's decision to lift the Title 42 policy is likely to lead to a massive influx of illegal immigrants at our southern border. We'll discuss Biden's $5.8 trillion tax and spend budget plan, which includes raising taxes on the quote-unquote wealthy and a laundry list of new spending proposals with Blake Harbin. He is the CEO of Housel Financial. Uh, Doug Turfer, he is head of brand marketing at MaximBet, which is one of these uh, betting platforms that will likely be available to Kansans, assuming the Kansas Senate passes the sports betting bill. Uh, he'll be with us to talk about the current trends in sports betting, how the industry has shifted, and what sports betting could look like now that Kansas is close to legalizing it. We will uh, we'll also talk a little bit about how Kansas parents can see the letter grade for every public and private school that takes state uh, assessments. And how sadly only 8% of public schools score an A or a B. Uh, With Dave Traubert from the Kansas Policy Institute and Steve Malloy from JunkScience.com is going to try and explain why the SEC is forcing corporations to adopt Joe Biden's green new, Geo- new- <laughs> green new Geo- yeah it, it, it's congealed is what it is the green new deal climate agenda so it's a a patch show but of course we'll still be taking your calls on the 45s at 316-869-1330 i i don't know if if most of you saw it because i doubt many of you follow bernie sanders on twitter but i do just because he's often entertaining He sent out a tweet this week that read simply, cancel student debt, all of it. That was the tweet. And, of course, most of us probably feel like this is a completely asinine concept, but it is a message that is resonating, particularly with the left. Sanders' tweet had over 490,000 likes and close to 100,000 retweets as of this morning. Of course, one of those retweets was mine because I just had to not only respond and poke a fight with Senator Crackpot, but I had to engage on this. I was compelled to uh, you know, respond to the socialist senator from Vermont with a tweet of my own, which displayed a cartoon, simply put, that said it had solved the student debt crisis. You take out a loan, you pay it back. Pretty simple solution. Um, I'm pleased to share that my tweet did receive uh close to 7500 likes and a slew of dislikes trust me many many more i it was like 8000 likes and a heck of a lot more nasty comments trust me from lefties who think we should pay for their college education and it seems fairly simple you know but but don't sign a binding student loan contract if you can't fulfill its obligations but Again, that's not the way the left perceives things. And on top of that, if you're pursuing a degree in, oh, I don't know, non-binary gender fluid basket weaving, you might want to ensure you have an alternate source of income lined up to pay your bills when and if you graduate. But they don't care. The fact that you're not employable because you pursued a worthless degree, that's not their problem. That's going to be your problem if Joe Biden has his way, if Bernie Sanders has his way. So let's say you're not concerned about the impact of forgiving trillions of dollars in debt on the nation's economy. And let's say you also don't care that this kind of debt forgiveness would only benefit a relatively privileged class of people, college graduates. You know, that doesn't benefit folks who haven't gone to college or folks who paid off their own college debt. No, no, doesn't benefit those. Even if you ignore those reasons not to do it, it's still a bad policy idea. First and foremost, it teaches people not to take responsibility for their own actions. But second off, student debt is not a crisis. The only people it's a crisis for are those who got worthless degrees and can't get a job to pay their bills. Most students graduate with manageable levels of debt, and those with extremely high debt burdens tend to be those who got postgraduate degrees or extended educations and attended expensive private schools but will ultimately get decent paying jobs and should be able to pay it back. So why should we have to do it? Forgiveness helps college-educated higher classes at the expense of taxpayers in general. Joe Lunchpail shouldn't be paying off the college loan of some snotty little kid who wants to study ethics, philosophy. Sorry, pay for that yourself. And it seems unbalanced for those who are constantly preaching about those that need to pay their fair share, when now they're expecting us to pay the fair share of those who get college degrees. And further, forgiving debt is an insult to those who paid off their loans themselves. Or anybody future who goes to college, because we're not paying off in perpetuity. It's just people who currently have student loan debt. It's fundamentally unfair. Why should the majority of taxpayers without student loans subsidize the minority of taxpayers who do have student loans? And it's expensive if Congress cancels up to $50,000 of student loans, which is what Senator Crackpot wants us to do the total cost to federal taxpayers could be as high as $1.6 trillion. Despite what the left would like us to think, this debt doesn't just magically go away. Someone has to pay for it, and that someone will be you. If you think about it, forgiving this student debt is basically just one big, giant wealth transfer, larger than the amounts this country has spent over the past 20 years On unemployment insurance, larger than the amount it has spent on earned income tax credit, and larger than the amount it has spent on food stamps in the last 20 years. And the difference is, at least everyone is eligible for those programs. You have to qualify, but at least you're eligible. I'm not going to be eligible to have my college loans forgiven because, oh wait, I paid them off myself. Canceling existing student loan debt would make many of us who scrimped and saved and were prudent and paid our debts feel like suckers. And that's something the so called progressives who are proposing taxpayers pick up student debt don't think about. If Senator Sanders wants to give away his own money to help indebted students, that's fine with me. I mean, heck, he's worth over $3 million, but I don't want him to give away my money to pay off someone else's student loans. And if these progressive do-gooders want a free college education, here's an idea. Let's expand the public service loan forgiveness program. That way, we get a lot more people serving in the military or teaching in remote rural areas or practicing medicine there, doing public service, and having some or all of their student debt canceled through that public service. In other words, you have skin in the game. You're at least paying it back either financially or through labor. Lastly, these folks need to recognize that college isn't for everyone. If you're not smart enough, or you can't find yourself in time to pick a major with a bankable future, maybe you shouldn't go to college. If you're not smart enough at age 18 to plan your higher education without a lifetime of debt, you probably shouldn't be going to college in the first place. In the age of the Internet, there's no excuse. All the information is out there. Everything about student loans is out there. Everything about how to pay them off and what it's going to look like and how much the interest is is available if you do the research. Get off the video games and Twitter and learn something. Take some personal responsibility for your choices. In other words, grow up. We'll be taking your calls at 745. In the meantime, Coming up after the break, Steve Malloy from JunkScience.com is going to explain, or try rather, to why the SEC is forcing corporations to adopt Biden's radical Green New Deal climate agenda. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
2: Tired of coming home to a broken or sunken driveway, a gravel or dirt road full of ruts and potholes that's impossible to navigate during heavy storms or getting stuck in the mud? Call the Paving Professionals at Pave The Way Today for a fast, free estimate. They specialize in new pavement installation, asphalt overlays, and repairs on existing driveways or parking lots. Call 316-990-5855 today or visit pavethewayusa.com. Pave the
5: excited about buying new furniture take it home today at crazy jay's and stop waiting months at those other places and paying way too much crazy J's furniture and sleep shop is fully stocked on living room dining room and bedroom groups bunk beds futons and mattress sets at the best prices in town guaranteed they've been wichita's favorite furniture store since 1997 open seven days a week
6: crazy J's furniture and sleep shop crazy the same as in town
5: 604 North Tyler and 1026 South Oliver.
3: Where can you get the best pizza, pasta, hoagies, and salads? Pizza John's in Derby. Since 1969, families have been dining at Pizza John's. Stop in at 208 South Baltimore Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., or order online. Pizza John's, purveyors of round meals and flat snacks.
5: Hi, this is Delana with Truck Stuff here in Wichita. Spring is finally here, and it's time to start thinking about getting outdoors. Whether it's a window vent visor to help block the sun or a nice soft top for your Jeep, or maybe even a cargo rack for for your SUV, we've got you covered. We can put a lift kit on to make it even more fun to take it out on the trails and get a little muddy. We have interest-free financing and a top-notch installation crew, so stop by today to get your truck, Jeep, or SUV ready to get out and have some fun. Come shop local at Truck Stuff, 427 North Washington.
3: Get ready for mowing season with a Ferris zero-turn mower from Maximum Outdoor Equipment and Service. Ferris zero-turn mowers, equipped with patented suspension technology, offer a consistent cut with added operator comfort and productivity. Come take a test drive on a Ferris mower today. Work hard, feel good this mowing season. Maximum Outdoor Equipment, we know mowers. South of Kellogg on West Street or MaximumOutdoor.com.
5: Door
7: equipment. Omni Business Center has been working with small businesses in Wichita for the past 35 years. Clients are impressed with the building and go, wow, well, we didn't even know this place was here. My paralegal doesn't have to be there all the time. If someone's going to bring something by or drop something off, and that's a real added benefit. If you would like to learn more about the Omni experience, please call 689-FLEX for a personal tour of the campus located just west of town east, Omni Business
3: Center. Wichita's oldest Italian restaurant is Savut's Italian Restaurante. Enjoy authentic, fresh ingredient Italian dishes or a cocktail in the Stick and Rudder Club. Savut's Italian Restaurante since 1944, at 3303 North Broadway. Open Thursday through Sunday for dinner. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. To fit
4: those Welcome back to the John Whitmer on the Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's I number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Little raindrops keep falling on your head. Hey, it's an appropriate song for a climate change segment. (laughs) So the Biden administration is having a difficult time advancing or rather forcing its radical climate agenda through Congress. So it's now turning to imposition through regulatory bodies the latest of which is being the Security and Exchange Commission. The SEC has issued a new proposal that would require publicly traded companies to disclose climate-related information to shareholders, a move that violates the original intent of the SEC and grossly exceeds its legal authority. Joining us now to explain whether or not this is even legal is Steve Malloy. He is a former Trump-EPA transition team member, and founder of junkscience.com. Steve, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend.
7: Hey, John, thanks for having me. It's great to be here.
4: Uh Steve, you wrote a uh, an op-ed this uh, earlier this uh, week and and I read it. Great a great article, by the way. And in it you said that this new costly and burdensome regulation would do nothing to affect the climate and is simply another means for the Biden administration to force corporations to adopt their radical climate agenda. Uh, I completely agree with you. Clearly, they're not getting anything passed through Congress, thanks primarily due to the Senate. Uh, Is this even legal, though? Well, not really.
7: (laughs) But that's never stopped. uh, You know, that doesn't necessarily stop Democrats. Uh, So the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission is empowered to regulate financial disclosures from companies and under the law uh, companies are required to disclose material information to shareholders and material is a very special word in securities law uh, just basically it means that information that share that the average investor would find important in making an investment decision uh, and so so. in in uh, you know, I also use the word important, so this, you know, important information must be disclosed. Uh, and the SEC cannot make you, the SEC can make companies disclose material or important information, but they cannot force companies to disclose unimportant or immaterial information.
4: Well, is, well who defines that, though? I mean, who who defines what's, imperi- what's material and what's important? Well, uh,
7: you know, one of the best ways to define it is if, uh, you know, a company fails to disclose something that was material, then they can get sued. And then we can decide this on a case by case basis. But, you know, after 90 years of securities uh, regulation, we have a pretty good idea of uh, what is immaterial and what is not. Anyway, the SEC proposal, sort of, you know, on its own dispenses with this requirement of materiality when it comes to climate. And it has a set bunch of disclosures you're supposed to make, for example, emissions um and uh you know regardless of whether that is really material to your business you need to disclose it so you know for example um you know the, uh, emissions by an oil company are you know more significant than by say an accounting firm but <laughs> both firms would have to disclose their emissions even though the accounting firm obviously doesn't make any you know is not material
4: but how does it, so an accounting system- firm even figure that out i mean we're, you know, for example, well, you know, <laughs> our radio station here, how do we even figure out what our emissions are? Well, unless
7: you guys are – if you guys are public – you only have to do this if you're publicly owned, although there is a movement to expand this to oh my uh, corporations, goodness. not just publicly owned corporations. But what you would do, and the SEC points this out, you can hire basically a climate accountant because <laughs> not only do you have to do this, make these disclosures – but your disclosures have to be attested to by a certified climate accountant. Who wow. are these people? Well, we don't know because they don't really exist.
4: <laughs> this, is, I mean, it just seems like this is a whole a con game to just enrich, you know, the, the wackadoodles on the on the left. Yeah. All part of this move. I but I mean, I'm I'm waiting for Al Gore to say, "Oh, by the way, I have a climate consulting firm. Feel free to hire my firm." You know what I mean? It just seems like. It, it it's awfully convenient
7: and well, I read it's funny you should say that because <laughs> Mike Mike Bloomberg oh. uh, you know, the owner of Bloomberg News and a climate activist himself, has set up this thing called uh the climate disclosure forum and of course he wants this to be the standard for these climate accounting firms and one of the people on his board is Al Gore's business partner, a guy named David Blood.
4: Mm, I'm sure that's purely so, coincidental, though. I'm I, sure. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I, I even read in this thing in this SEC that they're the rule that they're considering that a company may even have to disclose its customers' emissions if they're deemed yes. material. I mean, how is that not a violation of the privacy arrangement between the company and their customers?
7: Well, what they're getting at, I think, what they're trying to get at is oil companies. You know, oil companies obviously have – they may have a lot of emissions, but they have even more emissions in the products they sell that their consumers use. So they want to use this to, you know, humiliate and pressure oil companies and coal companies and utilities. Uh, You know, the whole whole rule is really – it's not designed – to save the planet, it's designed to save the climate agenda, which is basically dead. and the way it, it um, plans to do that is by making all these companies make them make these statements about climate, which then the SEC and climate activists can enforce in court.
4: Right Well they want to shame them they want to and they also want this doom and gloom you know the sky is falling, statistics that they can then point yeah. to and, and well, justify I their think- agenda.
7: Yeah, I think that they would also like to get some of these people criminally and civilly charged and make examples out of them and get them to fall in line.
4: We're we're talking with Steve Malloy, founder of, of junkscience.com. One overriding point in all of this that is clearly lost is the reality that the entire United States is responsible for last time I, I saw it was only about fourteen percent of global emissions. Yeah. So even if the entire US Stopped emitting today, 86% of global emissions would still occur, right, Steve? So this is pointless in doing all this right. stuff. And,
7: well, yeah. So, and, you know, U.S. is at 14% and declining as a percentage of global emissions because the rest of the world is burning more and more fossil fuels like there's no tomorrow, especially China and India, Russia, Mexico, uh, Africa is going to come online. So the U.S. is becoming an ever smaller portion. And then when you think about Okay, so even the U.S., and it's pretty simple math, as you sort of pointed out, you know, 86% of emissions are still going to happen. Obviously, that's not going to make any difference to climate or weather or anything like that. Um, so then we get down to the individual corporate level, which, you know, are even smaller portions of global emissions and so are even more irrelevant. And so this, this rule has, is going ha- can have no effect or will have no effect. Right. Uh, it's just you know it's it's be you know companies are being forced to do this so they can be set up for future punishment by activists and the government
4: you know the thing that gets me in all of this steve is it just seems like biden or or those pulling his strings rather seem to be just obsessed with their agenda i mean he he's just announced billions in new funding uh 12 billion for the epa and now house democrats yeah. are are calling to restart climate negotiations, uh, you know, are they just basically determined to destroy our economy? they've already killed the Keystone pipeline. They're already driving gas prices. In California, it's upwards of seven bucks a gallon.
1: Yeah.
4: Uh, do, do they just want well, yeah. to see everything I mean, fail?
7: Yeah, so the short answer is yes. And you can see this in the approach to gas prices. You know, so we have this gas crunch now that Biden started uh, when no, he became president, Steve, you know, Steve, war and false, yeah.
4: it, it's Putin's fault. It's not Biden. Oh, it's sorry, Putin's it's fault. Yeah.
7: Well, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so,
7: so Biden caused the first dollar, you know, on all on his own by, you know, ending the Trump policy of energy, American energy dominance. And then, uh, you know, so then Putin invades Ukraine and I will, you know, argue that, uh, he did that in, in, in part because Biden is so weak in right. the Afghanistan debacle. So, so I lay this really at all at the steps of Biden. But anyway, so you would think you know, a normal president faced with high gas prices and, and his citizens you know, being uh, tortured with high gas prices, he would do everything he could to lower gas prices. And Biden says he is. But in fact, he's doing quite the opposite. He's really doing nothing. Um, you know, at, for, for a long time after this crisis, he had a, a freeze on uh, new oil and gas leasing on federal land. Uh, you know, he he claims to be doing yeoman's work by releasing oil from the strategic petroleum reserve. Of course, it's, uh, you know a very little bit of oil doesn't affect oil prices at all. Um, you know, he he really is doing nothing to to lower gas prices. What he is trying to do is advance his climate agenda.
4: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Fortunately, you know there's a block in the Senate right now. Hopefully, after November, that block just grows. Steve, yeah. I appreciate you, brother. It's always insightful having you on the show. If folks are interested, they can visit JunkScience.com, correct?
7: Yes, and you can also get me at Twitter,
4: at JunkScience. I appreciate you, brother, as always. Thanks again for joining us this evening. Carry on right. the flight, my friend. Thank you. We'll be taking your calls at 745, and coming up after the break... We'll talk about how Kansas parents can see the letter grades for every public and private school that takes the state assessment scores with Dave Trobert from the Kansas Policy Institute. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
8: We're often asked, aren't all lawn and tree services the same? This is Larry Ryan with Ryan Lawn and Tree. The answer is no, we're not all the same. Quality starts with three Ps, people, passion, and products. At Ryan, we take the time to hire the right people for every position, many with forestry, horticulture, and turf degrees. And 100% employee ownership means that you have an owner in every one of those clean red trucks. An employee owner who is passionate about your lawn and the products he puts on it. The same top-level, no-filler, professional-grade products he uses on his own lawn and trees. I think there are a lot of reasons that Ryan Lawn and Tree enjoys more five-star reviews than any other lawn and tree care company. But I also think that ultimately it comes down to the people, passion, and products in those clean red trucks. Check us out online. Schedule a free estimate. I think you'll see what I'm talking about as soon as you meet your Ryan Pro. Visit ryanlawn.com. Could your street rod use a boost from the factory highway gear? Or is your truck lifted and
4: struggles with towing performance? Hi, I'm Jeff.
3: And I'm Josh with Chance Transmissions. Let us help you with
4: all your driveline needs. We have a large inventory of gear sets, bearing kits, and axles in stock to get you
1: back on the road quickly. Chance Transmissions has been providing the highest quality transmission repair since 1978. And as always, we keep honesty and integrity first.
2: Chance Transmissions, your transmissions experts. Mr. Ed here with LeMunion Dry Out and Foundation Repair. Does your basement feel damp or have a bad odor? Or maybe it's wet all the time. You would love to finish that space, but you're afraid to. Are your foundation walls cracked or bowed? Maybe your foundation is sinking or settling. Are your doors and windows difficult to open? Do you notice cracks in your block or brick exterior? For peace of mind and permanent solution to foundation problems, and basement and crawlspace waterproofing, visit us at lemunion.com today or call 800-528-5535 and schedule a free consultation, not a sales pitch. Ask about our fantastic transferable warranties. We've been in business since 1973 and serve the entire state of Kansas. When you call LaMunion, tell them Mr. Ed sent you. This weather report is brought to you by
3: Midwest Kia. We want to see you in a Midwest Kia.
4: A quiet evening, but you could hear some rumbles overnight as showers and thunderstorms develop. Increasing clouds, a low around 48 with north winds 10 to 20 at gusty. Any showers ending early Monday, then mostly cloudy skies will give way to more sunshine. An afternoon high climbing to 70. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. (laughs)
3: Live Sunday nights. This is the John Whitmer Show on ninety-eight
5: seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. All stars we steal from the night sky will never be enough. Never be
4: enough. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. Our our school funding theme song update. How appropriate! Never enough! (laughs) We haven't heard this one in a while. Very appropriate though. (laughs) Wanna remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play Never Enough! Oh, oh, by play KNSS radio, you'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there and make sure you like, and follow the John Whitmer show, Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Oh, our school funding update. You know, we, I just have too much fun doing this. So based on the 2021 state assessment scores, only one public school in Kansas earned an A on KPI's A through F Grading of Kansas Schools initiative. According to a release from KPI, nearly half of all schools received a C and almost as many earned a D. There were only 103 schools with a B and 80 schools that earned a failing grade. Joining us now to walk us through these numbers is Dave Drawbert from the Kansas Policy Institute. Dave, it's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend.
9: It's nice to be back, John, and uh, that's a uh, quite the theme song you
4: have. <laughs> it is appropriate for oh, the, is. for anything school funding related, or really when it comes to the statewide uh, initiatives with with when you talk K through twelve education. Because, and we'll get into. I got a question related uh, here later in the interview, but uh, you know, it just seems like. All these folks ever want is more money. So I, when I heard that, it's from uh, The Greatest Showman. And when I heard that song, I said, "Up, oh, that's going to be our new theme song. So um, <laughs> as I understand it, Dave, this, this A through F grading project basically translates state assessment scores for public and p- private schools that take the state <laughs> assessments administered by the Kansas Department of Education the project this year graded 1,273 public schools, 354 private schools, and only 8% of public schools earned an A or a B. Is that right? That seems really low.
9: That, that is correct. And what that means is that only 8% of schools, on average, are, have their kids on track for college and career. Or another way of looking at it is only 8% are proficient.
4: So where are the public schools by comparison? If the public or uh, private schools by comparison, if the public are at eight, where are the private schools?
9: Forty uh, percent of private schools are an A or a B. And then when you look at the flip side, only 15 percent of private schools are D or F, but 44 percent of public schools are D and F. And now I need to remind you uh, tell your listeners these numbers are for the all grades tested. So students in grades three through eight and 10 take the state assessment. So this is kind of like the overall average. If you want to see some really scary numbers, look at the high school numbers.
4: Oh, I'm sure. And, I mean, I, I was shocked when I looked at these numbers. By the way, the whole report is available on the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. If you go there, you can find the link to the uh, the Sentinel's website, which has got the data. But, just one public school, Ingalls Elementary in Gray County, mm-hmm. garnered an A. One public school. It's yeah. shocking. Well, it's,
9: uh, it's probably shocking to parents, but it's not shocking to people like you who have had an inside look and know what's going on. Uh, Kansas has had a, a real serious education problem for decades, and it's not money. It's student achievement. No, you're, you're absolutely uh, the, right. You know, the the uh, you, you look at everywhere you look, you look at the ACT test, 21% of the Kansas graduates who took it are considered college-ready in English, reading, math, and science. You look at the National Assessment of Educational Progress, and it says a third of Kansans, Kansas students can read professionally in the fourth grade and the eighth grade. It's no surprise. But... The reason we did this is people need to understand the truth and they will not get that from the education community. Oh, Uh, no. I, you know, I have seen, you have probably seen state board members stand up in front of the legislature and try to deceive them. I have seen all kinds of education officials do it. Um, You know, the, the, the Department of Education publishes results with labels that mean nothing. Now, it's level one, two, three, and 4. You don't even know which one's good and which one's bad. Uh, before, they had labels like approaching standards. Well, is your standard 70 to 100 is an A? What does that mean? And so we modeled this after something Florida did, which is one of the key things uh, that turned that state around. Uh, they put the A through F grades on every school. And so we started doing this, I think, about four years ago. Uh, and it is one of the most popular things we produce every year because it tells people something they cannot get anywhere else.
4: And, and a plurality of schools in some of the largest counties in Kansas scored a D, including Sedgwick County schools. We do not have a single A-rated school and only 7% scored a B. It's, I mean, Sedgwick County yeah. schools are, are doing terribly.
9: It is. Uh, it, it is uh, the Sedgwick County Schools. There is um, the 51 percent, or I'm sorry, in Wichita, 51 percent D, 31 percent F. Mm.
4: So 80, percent uh, you know, over 80 percent are
9: effectively over 80% failing. Are D or F,
4: and it's not like you know, so that
9: it's not as bad in other districts, but it's still not good. I mean, you look at Goddard. Uh, likes to uh, is sometimes thought of now. There, they had 30% B, but they have 45% C and 18% D. Mays, just 10% B. Of course, nobody has A's, 70% C and 20% D. You even, even Andover, which also is considered really good, only 18% of the Andover schools get B's and all the rest are C's.
4: So, how do we fix these numbers? I mean, what's the solution to? Improve this. I, I think the obvious choice is to put inject competition into the system. You're
9: absolutely right, John, because parents also need to understand once they get to the, the, the they, they understand that the achievement is really low. The second thing is the system will not fix it itself because the system ignores opportunities, including laws that are written to help kids do better. They ignore them. Uh, They they don't spend an audit found that they don't spend money uh, in accordance with state law. Uh, We did an audit of 25 of the largest school districts last year to look at another law they're supposed to follow. Go go out and do building needs assessment every year. It's part of your budget process. What is preventing these kids from doing better in this building? And then what are we going to do to change it? They ignore it. They just want to do it. (laughs) <laughs> and, and so what what you have to understand is um, it, th- this is not going to change until parents insist on competition. Yeah. They're, they because go back to your theme song. There's only one thing that gets most educators atten- and I'm talking to administrators here, not teachers. The only thing that really gets their attention is money. Yes. And so if they know that students can leave and go down the street they will start doing better. This is exactly what happened in Florida. It's exactly what happened in Arizona. It's happening in Indiana. Once they have to compete, then they change their minds because right now they have no incentive. And that sounds harsh, but when you look at it and study it as much as we have, it's just the sad reality.
4: We're talking with Dave Traubert from the Kansas Policy Institute. I think one of the reasons I'm sure that Dave played the school funding theme song was uh, I'd mentioned to him earlier that something that I wanted to talk to you about was uh, recently Heather Owsley, a member of the Shawnee Mission School Board, tweeted out a letter from five Johnson County superintendents who are calling for the state to, quote, fully fund special education when the legislature returns for the final budget discussions later this month. Uh, hence the never enough theme song. Um, Dave, yeah. I mean, special needs funding has gone up from one hundred and forty five million to uh, to from three hundred eighty million to five hundred and twenty five million. It's one hundred and forty five million dollar increase in the last 10 years. H- how much is enough? I mean, it's like, come on.
9: Yeah, it's you know, it's pretty precious of them to say they don't have enough money uh, when they're not even spending all the money they get. right? And, and this is something that has been going on for years. Now, I will say that in the last two years, they have spent what they've been given. But prior to that, they've built up a billion dollars in operating reserves, a billion. That's a B, not a mistake. You're not the, – the radio isn't going crazy. A billion dollars, and most of that money represents state and local taxes given to schools to educate kids that wasn't spent. It ended up in bank accounts.
4: Well, I'm not they, and and Well, I was, I was gonna mean, say, it, and it, let's it, not forget they had a year when they didn't have to educate kids and they still got paid.
9: Well, sure. They had they well, they spent the money. You know, if the school <laughs> districts could write their own school funding formula, it would be so simple. Everybody could understand it. They have two questions. The first one is how much do you have and the second one is send it in. Yeah, they want it all. They want all the money that the state has. It is never enough. And you know, and and I understand it takes money to educate kids, but uh, when they won't even spend the money they're given, the legislature has given them over five billion dollars in incremental funding since two thousand five that is targeted to at-risk students. That's the audit that found. And I quote, that most of the money we examined wasn't being used as required in state law. And what did they do differently? Well, the president of the Board of Education, the state board, uh, put out a a statement. She wrote a commentary that said, basically, shut up, go away. We know what we're doing. Nothing changes.
4: (laughs) Yeah, they don't like to be questioned, that's for sure. And, you know, let, let me remind them that Governor Kelly's been saying for years now that Kansas public schools are fully funded. So anyone who attempts to say differently is either ignorant or trying to mislead the public. Um, Dave, thank you again for coming on and for, for kind of helping walk through these numbers. Again, I shared a link to the recent article about this that you guys had on the Sentinel Uh, It's got the full statewide numbers and scores. It's on the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. But if folks want to read it for themselves, they can find it at sentinelksmo.org, correct?
9: They can. And then if they want to go, there's a lot of information there. If they want to go to see the grades, like look up what did my school get, uh, you go to kansaspolicy.org. And A through F is the first thing under the initiatives tab.
4: Well, I appreciate you, brother. If you don't bring this stuff to our attention, Lord knows the media is not going to do it. So thank you again, my friend.
9: Thanks, John. Thanks for the opportunity.
4: Appreciate you. We'll take a quick break, and then we want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open, 316-869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
3: is here, and Toppers Plus truck accessories can hook you up. Tow your boat, cycle, RV lawn equipment, and more. Toppers Plus has receiver hitches, goosenecks, fifth wheel hitches, brake controllers, trailer wiring, and leveling kits. Choose from top brands like B&W Hitches made in Kansas or Reese, Kurt, and Drawtight. What you tow matters, and so does your hitch. Get trailer season ready at Toppers Plus, 5511 West Central or ToppersPlusKS.com. Make your truck work for you. Have you been
5: dreaming of a -a one-of-a-kind ring? Well, stop dreaming and make it a reality today at Mike Seltzer Jewelers. Since 1950, Mike Seltzer has been designing customized jewelry for those individuals looking for that unique item that they just can't find anywhere else. Mike will listen to you and create the piece you want and, most importantly, fit your budget. Stop into Mike Seltzer Jewelers today. 2929 North Rock Road in Comaterra Center. Or check out some of the designs at MikeSelterJewelers.com.
2: Toilet won't flush. Maybe backing up into your tub or somewhere else in your house. Washing machine won't drain. Kitchen backing up. Whatever the problem, we can handle it. Bowers Plumbing offers expert drain cleaning services to break up that clog and get things moving again. Whether it be your tub, shower, sink, floor drain, whatever. No clog is a problem for Bowers experienced plumbers. We treat our customers like family and get the job done right the first time, saving you money. Call 263-1011 to schedule today. Bowers Plumbing, Wichita's trusted plumbers since 1955. Need a ham for Easter? Yoder Meats can help. We've got our traditional bone-in spiral cut hams ready to go. Need something smaller? Yoder Meats can help. Try our six-pound boneless pit hams. They go through the same curing and smoking process as our big bone-in hams for the same great old-fashioned flavor, just in a smaller size. We've also got a great selection of lamb and beef, and we'd love to help you find the right meat for your Easter. Follow us on Facebook for the latest information and specials. Taste the old-fashioned flavor at Yoder Meats in Yoder and three locations in Wichita.
9: Hi folks, Mark at Treetop. You know spring is here and it's time to get outside in the yard and enjoy nature's new beginning. Whether you are cleaning and sprucing up after a long winter or getting your flower beds and gardens ready for planting, let our friendly and knowledgeable staff help guide you to the products and services that will make your yard the best it can be. Treetop Nursery, we're just west of Woodlawn on 37th Street North. Live for today for tomorrow.
5: Hi, this is Delana with Truck Stuff here in Wichita. Spring is finally here and it's time to start thinking about getting outdoors. Whether it's a window vent visor to help block the sun or a nice soft top for your Jeep or maybe even a cargo rack for your SUV, we've got you covered. We can put a lift kit on to make it even more fun to take it out on the trails and get a little muddy. We have interest-free financing and a top-notch installation crew, so stop by today to get your truck, Jeep, or SUV ready to get out and have some fun. Come shop local at Truck Stuff, 427 North Washington.
4: Steve and Ted Mornings. You'd have to be uh, one bear of a pest at someone's home to earn the title Worst House Guest Ever. Melissa and Kelly Chapney of Grafton, New Hampshire, posting on Facebook, she ripped a black bear that got into her home Oh, and trashed the place during a 45-minute rampage. Kelly Chapney scolded the Bruin with the words, Naughty, Naughty Bear. Had a bear in the house there. Probably uh, looking for picketing baskets. No, oh, looking for food.
3: Of course. Yeah. looking for victuals. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98, 7, and 1330, KNSS. The Disney Corporation, Disney. Their woke employees recently staged the walkout. Disney. 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 disney Sean Hannity. Afternoons at 2 on 98, 7, and 1330,
4: KNSS. We came to Ukraine not to conquer lands. We came to bring the long-awaited
2: peace. And I'm asking the United States to help us.
5: Everything in our power not to go to war with Russia.
2: Crisis on the southern border. 500,000 people in the next five weeks. For news that happens next.
6: Hunter Biden's laptop.
3: Before Tiger Woods. He's heard anywhere else. I feel like I am going to play. Will happen on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330
4: KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. I want to remind you, coming up this Friday, April 15th, is the button for the Patients event. This is the annual Mayflower Clinic Golf Tournament. Should be a great event. It's at Tallgrass Co- Tall Grass Country Club coming up this Friday. Tees off at 1:30. Some great events, prizes. Gonna be a, n- a neat opportunity for folks who want to get out, and enjoy weather. Should be fantastic for this event. Information is available at MayflowerClinic.org. I uh, I think I'm gonna swing out there, uh, Dave. What do you think? We you know maybe go out there and. Wander around, wander about the golf course aimlessly like Joe Biden wandered around the uh, Rose Gu- <laughs> the, the uh, rose Garden the other day.
1: Oh, boy, that was bad, wasn't it?
4: That was. I, felt, I mean, I actually felt bad for the guy. Uh, you know, you know? I, I don't feel sorry for him very often, but I have to agree with you. Yeah.
1: No, because, you know, that was the day that uh, former President Obama visited oh, yeah. the White House to talk about Obamacare and had a big ceremony and. He's walking around working the room along with the vice presidents.
4: And there's Joe. And nobody's paying attention to, to the president. And there's Joe wandering around looking for his pudding.
2: <laughs> his pudding.
4: I mean, that's really what it was. It was. It it was
1: kinda like seeing a lost child looking for his mother. I,
4: Jill Jill! <laughs> Jilly. Where's my Jilly? <laughs> where's my Jilly? Oh, <laughs> it was so sad. Bad. Yes. It was. I mean it, it, and people were the way the way like Kamala Harris and and Nancy Pelosi were fawning over Obama, yep. and nobody was paying Joe Biden the time of day. This is the president of the United States. Yeah. You'd think somebody would take the opportunity. You don't get opportunities to talk to him very often. No, even if you're a Democrat, you still don't get Facetime. Mm-hmm. You know, take that opportunity to walk over. Hey, Mr. President, appreciate it. great to see you. Oh, and by the way, I've got a bill. I mean, that's your shot, man. I know. Right. Yeah. When I had chances to talk to the governor, I took them. Because right. you didn't get him very often. You don't get FaceTime very often, No, right? not without yeah. an appointment. And in this case, I think Joe Biden's mostly taking a nap. So getting an appointment's probably pretty hard. But, I mean, it was just so embarrassing. And then when he's wandering through the crowd and reaching over people trying to get, you know, it's like, yes. Daddy, Daddy, turn around, <laughs> give me attention. Look over here. Right. It was so pathetic. It,
1: you know, it, it put former President Obama in a bad spot, too, because he didn't attend for that, I don't think. No. He was just walking around the room talking to people and
4: it just goes to show who they really would prefer yes uh you know that, that biden was the safe choice mm-hmm. he was the one i think they thought they could control yep. and clearly because i don't i at his heart at his core i don't believe joe biden was ever this liberal but he's clearly being yep. guided being forced that way by the people around him right i uh, used to but originally i thought it would be kamala but i think they've marginalized her i think they've you know uh, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Dave. I think it was. Uh-huh, yeah, and and you know the vice president, they send him around the world to go yes. you know do a bunch of diplomatic stuff. Right. Well, that's sort of Kamala. Yeah. I mean, they do, although they can't send her anywhere because she can't say any you know go and do a press appearance without screwing something up.
1: So without laughing, right?
4: Yeah, or or making an ass of herself. So basically, they just marginalize her. Yeah. I thought she'd be the power. I think the power is Ron Klain. I think it's his yeah. chief of staff. I think it's the people of the the bureaucrats. Right. I don't think Joe Biden's running the thing, and you can tell that day is he's meandering around the stage, looking just pathetic.
1: It doesn't look like he has a lot of respect, does it?
4: No, and pathetic's the good way yeah. to look, to it's, put it. It, yeah. it it really did. Again, I'm like you, I, I kind of felt sorry for him. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, you know, which is not the way you know, does not instill confidence in, in your president. Trust me. We'll take a quick break. Stick around because after the top of the hour, Doug Turfer. Head of brand marketing for Maxim Bet will be with us, give you an idea what sports betting in Kansas is going to look like. We'll be back right after this. <sighs> Spring is a
6: time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.